everyone, welcome to our midweek bonus episode of Exploited, where we talk about an episode of Tales from the Crypt. I'm Alexis Strowski. For some reason, the full moon makes me feel funny. Oh, that's worrisome. Yep, I'm Kevin Daly. And this week, we're talking about The Secret, Season 2, Episode 18, directed by J. Michael Riva. It's the finale for Season 2. It is. So, J. Michael Riva, he didn't direct much. He did this and an episode of Amazing Stories. Yeah. But he's very well respected as a production designer. Oh. Huh. Uh, we saw his work before. He did the production design for Congo. Yeah. He did the production design for Buckaroo Banzai. Oh. Uh, he got nominated for an Academy Award for Art Direction in The Color Purple. Hmm. Um, went on to do all kinds of great memorable films. He did production design on The Goonies, A Few Good Men, Lethal Weapon, Spider-Man wow. 3. Quite a career. Yeah, Iron Man. He passed away in 2012. And the last two films that he worked on, which both came out posthumously, uh-huh. The Amazing Spider-Man and Django Unchained, they both memorialized him. Oh, wow. Yeah, so amazing career as a production designer. But we're going to talk about the episode of Tales from the Crypt he directed in 1991. So, this is starring Mike Simran as Theodore. This kid won an award for this this performance. Pretty good. Yeah. But... I mean, he won the 1991 Young Artist Award for Best Young Actor in a Cable Special. That's very specific, but alright. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Cable Specials and a lot of young actors in them, so that's still pretty good. Yeah. He's in the 1992 movie Munchie, which is a terrible, terrible kids film from Jim Wynorski. But it was I'm also not... the debut of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we might do it. It's bad, though. I mean, it's not cheerleaders bad. It's more talking cat bad. Oh, okay. We have William Frank Father as Mr. Colbert. 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 Um, he's done a lot of TV. Grace Zabriski as Mrs. Colbert. She happened to be in a bunch of movies that are actually in our wheelhouse. Oh, we should uh, revisit her at some point. Yeah, we will, because she's in Galaxy of Terror. Oh, nice. She's in Child's Play 2. Wow, okay. She's in David Lynch's Wild at Heart. Nice. She's in Armageddon and Gone (laughs) in 60 Seconds. Yeah, those are all films that would be in our wheelhouse for sure. Larry Drake has Tobias. We saw him way back in episode two of Tales from the Crypt as the Killer Santa. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's good as the Killer Santa. And yeah. he's a much different character here. He's Dr. Giggles, and he's also Durant and Darkman. So, I mean, we'll see him. Yes. Music in this episode is by David Kate, who when I was looking at him, I was like, this is all familiar. We, 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 we've, we've seen this guy before. Yeah, he did the music for the episode Corman's Calamity. Okay. He's the one that composed music for Look Who's Talking, Jury Duty, <laughs> Dude, Where's My Car, Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. The filler scores for those movies. <laughs> yep. This story originally appeared in The Haunt of Fear number 24 in March of 1954. And it opens with Crypt Keeper reading a, a copy of Oliver Twist. Yep. And he gets all mad. He's like, where's the twist? I had such great expectations. And I audibly groaned, though that's at least a moderately smart joke. Yeah, and he's like, well, the story I got for you this week is guaranteed to scare the dickens out of you. Yeah, for for those of you Zoomers who do not know, Charles Dickens wrote Oliver Twist and Great Expectations. 
hence all the jokes. Yep. Oliver Twist is a story about an orphan. Yeah, and we start this episode in a spooky orphanage, as many good horror tales do. And the woman who runs the place, whose name is like Mrs. Hagsteed. Yeah, something like that. Um, She is just talking shit. She's like, ah, you can't trust boys. They're terrible. They're, you gotta discipline them. And just ranting. All right. All right, Miss Hannigan, settle down. Yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, while she's doing that, we see this kid come down and steal a chicken leg from the fridge. Yeah, he hungry. But it's just like one single chicken leg on a plate. Please, sir, I have some more. Yeah. And when they catch her, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. You don't feed me enough. Because we also learned that he's, he's older than the other kids. Yep. He's, he's entering pu- puberty. He is, uh past the point of normal adoption like as she she bluntly puts that he's past that what what, what did she say um he just that he's getting older yeah he's past normal like adoptable he's aging out of adoptability it's our duty to protect these little ragamuffins from becoming juvenile delinquents yes ma'am there's one more thing We've got to do something about Theodore. He's well past the desirable age for placement. Most adoptive parents are looking for some cute little toddler. What happened to his real parents? You must never, ever mention his real parents. Do I make myself clear? Or his behavior problems? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, basically. And, um, and she's just going off to Miss Heather about that. We gotta do something about this kid. What about his real parents? Never mention his real parents or his behavior problems. And she is just mean. Miss Hagsteed is appropriately named. Yes. And so the other woman that runs the orphanage, Miss Heather, she's nice. And right. she, so she takes Theodore up to bed. And she's like, go to sleep. You'll get oatmeal and warm biscuits for breakfast. Mmm. Yeah, what's for lunch? Vegetable soup and crackers. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey, there comes a point where the kid misses that shit. Nope. Yeah. So the next morning, Theodore's gone, like the window's open, and they're like, oh no, oh no, Theodore's gone. And Miss Hagseed's like, oh, fuck that kid. He'll be back. He always comes back. And he does. He comes to the front door, and he's just filthy. And Miss Hagseed is like, hey, go help Joey in the kitchen now. Yeah, awfully um, nonchalant about his... Uh, escapades, considering how much shit she was talking the night before. Yeah, because he comes just back just covered in mud and shit, and she's <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's what you get for going out in the middle of a rainstorm. Go take your clothes off and he- do the dishes. Yeah, so, so it's like, hmm, something's up. This is not... <laughs> she is very tolerant of this for some reason. And then, so, he's doing dishes with Joey, this younger kid, and, and Joey has a joke. What's the difference between... Boogers and broccoli. Uh, Kids don't eat broccoli. <laughs> that's a good one, but don't tell that to Miss Hagstead. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a good one. Cryptkeeper yes. must be seething. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Miss Heather's like, hey, look, there's some people coming to meet you tonight, Theodore. You know what that means. You know, cheer up, Buckaroo. You're going to get adopted. And so we get to meet his creepy-ass rich people that are adopting him, Mr. and Mrs. Colbert. And they're just like, he's perfect. 
they've got their their creepy butler with them, Tobias, played by Larry Drake. Yep. And he's like, I, I, I'm going to stay at the orphanage, thanks. And they're like, don't you want to live with us? Imagine having your own bathroom with towels that have your initials on them. I'm like, that, not that interesting. <laughs> and yeah, Miss Hagstead, she, she takes Theodore aside and she's like, you're going to go with these fucking people, you kid. Yeah. He's like, what about my real parents? Don't, your parents are dead. Go with these people. Now listen to me, you pesky little Sputnik. If these people want you, you're going. Where are my real parents, Miss Hagstead? Theodore, they, they, they were killed when you were just a little baby. How did they die? Well, I, the details aren't important. And so he, he gets adopted and he goes with these people who are just creepy as fuck. And they're like, won't it be fun having him? And the dad's like, mmm, fun. Mmm, having him. It's like, not sus at all. Like, they are seriously up to no good. Yep. And I was worried at first. I'm like, okay, we might be going into a horribly inappropriate child abuse storyline. Or maybe they just eat kids. Yeah. Yeah, And they go into the house and it's creepy and dark and they have this vicious Rottweiler. And they're like, never touch anything, Theodore. These things are all old. You have this room. (laughs) You know we we run a degenerate show when we're like, eh, it's just a story about them eating kids. Yeah, to where... We hope they're eating kids. That's the good outcome. That's the good outcome, yeah. Like, thank God they're just eating the kids. Yeah, we're we're fucking degenerates. Yeah. So they take him up to his, his bedroom, and it's huge. It's got, like, all, every toy. There's a train running around. And he starts to say thanks, but they just lock his ass in. He's like, hey, hey, why'd you lock me in? And they just ignore him. Yep. He's like, what did Miss Hagsey tell them about me, Jesus? Yeah. But then Tobias comes in the next morning, and we see that he's actually not that creepy. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he is. It's so weird seeing Larry Drake as a nice guy. Yep, he's playing a nice guy in this one. Yeah, and he's like, hey, here's your breakfast in bed, and it's like, fucking ice cream. <laughs> yep. And he's like... Hey, can I have some milk? How about a milkshake? <laughs> and he's like, awesome! This is the best thing ever! But why are there bars out the windows? Oh, it's because of security. Don't worry about it, kid. We're not trying to keep vampire hunters out of our house or anything. Yeah. Or trap children inside of it. Or trap children inside of it. Yeah, so this kid's in heaven for a while. He's dressed as a cowboy. He's playing with toys. He's eating nothing but sweets while happy, jaunty music plays. So my note's like, okay, they eat this. This is some Hansel and Gretel shit happening right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tobias is just shoveling, like, donuts and cake at this kid. Um, He gets a little bit of time with the Colberts. And he's like, why do I have to stay in my room? You're too precious to go outside. But I want to go to a movie or skating or a ball game. Oh, we're planning something very special for you. <laughs> Which, sus AF. Yep. You know... Mrs. Colbert, why do I have to stay in my room all day while you and Mr. Colbert are at work? You are the most precious thing we have, Theodore. We don't want to risk your getting lost in those woods. Mm -hmm. And Tobias is much too old to be chasing after you. I've been thinking. Maybe sometime 
could we go out, you know, like to the movies or roller skating or a ball game, like a real family? Quite a lovely idea, Theodore. Unfortunately, Mr. Colbert and I have to work tomorrow. But we're in the midst of planning something very special for you, Theodore. Very special. Really? Hmm? What? Oh, it's a secret. When? You don't want us to spoil the secret, do you? I hate secrets. Mm. And like in his room, Theodore, he is eating an eclair served to him on a fire truck. <laughs> then Tobias comes in like, lunchtime, we've got strawberry shortcake and a chocolate sundae with extra syrup. I apologize for nothing. Yeah, I'm like, what is this madness? This kid just eats dessert for every meal. But he's feeling lonely. He's like, Tobias, can you come back and visit me? He's like, yeah, we can we can come play cards or something. Which he does. Tobias comes back and they, they play Old Maid. And we see that Tobias is actually a swell dude. Yep. Like, he tucks, he tucks Theodore in. And he's like, oh, is something wrong, kid? He's like, good night, kid. Good night, my boy. You know, he's all sweet to him. But that's when the uh, the Colberts come in and they're like, happy birthday! <laughs> the surprise not, birthday! Not my birthday. Well, that's that, why it's a surprise. <laughs> Eat all a this merry, cake. It's a very merry birthday. <laughs> and he's like, well, I'm not hungry for cake. I just ate three boxes of Cracker Jacks. Okay. Well, we're going to go paint the town red. See you later. <laughs> I'm like, yes, paint the town red. Yeah, I didn't even get that they were playing around with that phrase here. <laughs> I had a hunch of what was going on by this point. I thought they were Hansel and Gretel witches. I was pretty sure they were vampires and he was a werewolf at this point. Oh man, you even got that part? Yep. Theodore has a conversation. He's bonding with Tobias. He's like, can I call you Toby? You're my friend, Toby. And in the middle of the night, Toby comes in and it's like, oh, we gotta get going. You know, they're they're we got, it's already too late. And they get stopped, you know, and Miss Colbert's like, you making off with the goods, Tobias? <laughs> it's like, I can't let you do this. Ah, but we had a deal, Tobias. We promised you immortality. I, I don't want everlasting life. And after all, just let the boy go. They're like, but his blood is so sweet. I'm like, yeah, because you fed him nothing but cake for like how many weeks? Yeah, and she's got fangs now. Yeah, we see she's a vampire. And then Mr. Colbert comes up and just kills Tobias. And I was like, no, Toby! In sync with the kid. Yeah, poor Toby. Yeah, he starts to flee. They stick the Rottweiler on him. He tumbles down in the woods and these flying vampires, they, they come up on him. Yep. And they're like, oh, Theodore, if we weren't already dead, you would be the death of us. <laughs> and then uh, Theodore's like, oh, I know why Miss Hagsteed wanted to get rid of me. I have a secret. I'm a werewolf. Now I know what happened to my parents. I know why Miss Hagsteed wanted to get rid of me. I have a secret too, Mrs. Colbert. I'm sure you have to. And mine is better than yours. I'm a werewolf. And I have an appetite for vampire. And he turns into a goofy-ass werewolf and kills them. The classic werewolves versus vampires. Yep. And then he's back at the orphanage knocking on the door. He's like, good evening, Miss Hagsteed, Miss Heather. I'm home. 
I think some things are going to change around here. Yeah. He's got the, the Rottweiler as his pet now. Yes, he's got the demon dog as his pet now. And uh, the Crypt Keeper comes in. He's like, oh, Peter decided to wolf down something besides sweets. <laughs> and he tells us goodbye. He goes, as one cow said to the others, they headed off to slaughter. Till next we meet. And I groaned. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Crypt Keeper, come on. So the comic... This exact same issue had the story only Sin Deep in it. Oh, okay. It was actually the cover story for that issue. Oh. That one with Leia Thompson and the prom broker steals her beauty. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, same issue. Oh. But later in that issue, we get this story, the, the secret. No Tobias. Tobias is not at all in it. Sir, not appearing in this story. Yeah, because it's pretty much the same, just no Tobias. They adopt this kid. And it's Miss Colbert, and it's not just sweets. This kid feeds him a lot of meat and eggs. She's like, here, eat this entire ham. Yeah, that's even more Hansel and Gretelie, because like, it just seems like they're fat, fattening him up. Like, what does a vampire care about how thick a... Uh... Yeah. Whereas, like, okay, I get the sweet, like, the blood sugar thing. Kind of makes more sense to me. There's a line in the comic of, drink this chocolate milk. It has two raw eggs in it. Yeah, that's it. Raw eggs. Yeah, at one point, she's like, I brought you breakfast. It is ten fried eggs. And he's like, I can't eat all that. You're going to. And thus Gaston was created. Oh, yes. And as we all know, no one fucks like Gaston. Yeah, and it ends the same. They reveal their vampires, and he goes, well, fuck you, I'm a werewolf. <laughs> and it ends with the Crypt Keeper. The Crypt Keeper ends it on a joke in the comic, too. Huh. You want to know what his joke in the comic is? Uh, yes. Has one cow said to the other as they headed off to slaughter, till next we meet? Oh, well, at least it was a, a true adaptation of the comic. <laughs> yeah, where they even gave the Crypt Keeper the right lines. This is, I liked this episode. Yeah, it's fun. It's, uh, I thought it was a little bit, I don't know. I thought it was a little bit predictable. You know, a kid goes out at night, comes back completely thing. This is not the first time this has happened. She's sure he's going to come back. She's not even pissed at him. Like, I thought he was just a brat. He's got all the secrets. You don't talk about his family, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, he has like paranormal heritage. Yeah, I knew something would happen. Like the kid would turn into a werewolf. Like something was going to be up with this kid. I did not anticipate the parents being vampires. I thought they were just going to eat this kid. That they were just fucked up people. Yeah, I thought the vampire thing, because you got the werewolf thing. Yeah. And it's like classic, you know, werewolves and vampires are very classic rivalry. And so it's a good setup for that. It's like, surprise, I'm a werewolf. Nom, 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 nom. This is, um, where's coffee? I would put this on a... Just, just your regular ass Folgers you get, you know, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. It hits the spot when you're in the morning. You don't have to go yeah. all the way. Maybe to... a freshly opened tin of Folgers. Yeah, the best Folgers you can get. Yeah, but it's just Folgers. Yeah, I mean, this ain't Starbucks, some custom roast or something. Yeah, this is this isn't fancy. This is, but. It's fresh, and it's familiar, and it's fine. It's good, it gets the job done. Yeah. 
Werewolves and vampires, old standards. Yep. So our episodes this weekend, is it's our tribute to the late Carl Weathers. And so we're going to be looking at Action Jackson and another movie. One of my favorite movies of all time. Yes. Rocky Four. No, we already yeah. did Rocky Four. We did the, that, that is also one of my favorite movies. <laughs> also, we've already done that one, so it's not that one. Yep. So we will catch you then, everybody. You have a great week. Thank <laughs> you.